Okay, so we spoke yesterday. We spoke yesterday about the concept of the Shechina. And now when Klaus Rilazaycha, so we're shown that we've created a connection. And uh, the connection exists in the sense that, in a spiritual sense, obviously, but it's also something which HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings to show us here that, that, that there's a Hanhaga which connects Hashem to Klai Yisrael. And therefore when it talks about Midrashim, about HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanting the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, so to speak, to reside in this world, that doesn't mean, again, Hashem Himself. That's something which is beyond, not just the size of this world, but beyond the level of this world. We can't talk about something ruchni in that sense in a, in a physical setting. Rather, what it means is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can connect to people in a way that Ke'ilu, this world can be a place which is used as a, as a means or as a place that I can connect to Hashem. And just like when HaKadosh Baruch Hu was willing to show us uh, a connection through Nevoah, whatever it was going to be, so when Klai Yisrael was Zaycheh, either individually or communally, to a level which, where we were Zaycheh to that level of connection to Hashem, Hashem like Benam said in his, in his bracha, that we were shown that. And it was always shown like we saw, either through a fire, whether it was the fire of Harsinai, or the fire of the Mishkan, or the fire of the Venera, the Neratomid, or the fire of uh, of uh, when people learned Torah and they were surrounded by fire. And like it says, all of them, there was an Eidus Shechina Sherev Yisrael. All it was shown through a cloud. Whether it was, again, the Anani Yaakovit, or the cloud and the, the Anan which was on the oil, or the Anan which filled the base of Migdash. And the reason why those are always the two simonim used, we've already explained, and that is out of the four elements that Hashem used to create the world, there are two physical elements, which are water and earth, and there are two spiritual elements, which are Avar and Aish. And therefore, whenever Hashem wants to be Megadah, there's a connection to Ruchniyas, He's going to use one of the two spiritual elements. It'll either be through Aish or it'll be through Avir. And why it was sometimes one, sometimes the other one, that we have to explain. There's uh, more depth to that, but that's not what I want to talk about now. What I want to talk about now is the second part. And that is, that was when we were Zoycha, to that connection. And now what about when Klai Yisrael lost that schus and because of their various, we no longer became worthy of having that connection to the Shechina. So what happened to the Shechina? Where did it go? And the reason I'm asking the question is because if you look in the Midrashim, it seems to be a stirrup. Because there's the Mashmos in the Midrashim and that is that the Shechina went back to Shemayim. For example, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, there were ten stations that the Shechina traveled. It started in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And then when Kodesh HaKadoshim, it left. The Kodesh HaKadoshim stood on the, the Miftan Abayis, on the, so to speak, the entrance of the Besa Mikdash. From there it went to the roof of the Besa Mikdash. From there to the, hells of Yishal, uh, to the wall of Yishalayim. The Gemara says from there it went to the Midbar, and from there it went back up to Shemayim. Shnei ma'elech v'ashuvel mokom yarishon. So the Mashwal says that when Klai Yisrael no longer deserved to have that connection, so to speak, that level with, through which the middle, through which we could connect to Hashem, went back up to Shemayim again. On the other hand, there's also a Chazal, 
that says when Klai Yisrael were gone in a bubble, Shechina gone Aiman. When Klai Yisrael went to bubble, the Shechina went with them. And we have a number of different members of Chazal in similar, in similar concepts. And that is that wherever Klai Yisrael went, the Shechina went with them too. So if that's the case, the Shechina didn't go back to Shemaim and abandon us. The Shechina, to some extent, joined us. And if we're really comparing Chazals, there's a third Chazal that says about the Kosel that Shechina never left the Kosel. Which means it's still there. So where did it go? Went out to Shemaim, it stayed by the Kosel, or it joined us in Golis. So, before we answer the question, we have to understand what it means, the concept of Shechina in Golis. And uh, especially, uh, I mean, something Chazal themselves talk about, the fact that the Shechina is in Golis. But especially someone who's seen uh, writings, maybe, of the Rizal or the Adam Kubalim, they talk about the idea of the Ukme Shechina me Afro. There's a concept of the Shechina which is... Uh, needs to be rebuilt, needs to be restored to its former status. So what does it mean? What does it mean, the Shechina in Golis? In other words, if the Shechina is a, a revelation of a cloud Yisrael's connection to Hashem, so it's there or it's not there, well, what, what's the other option? So we have to understand something a little bit deeper. And that is like this. We spoke yesterday about a middle of Hashem that manifests in certain times. When Hashem is using the middle of Chesed, that's the, that's the middle which is dominant, we can see. We can see what Hashem does, He's acting with that middle. When Hashem is using the middle of Din, we can see that's the middle He's using. Now, and similarly, when HaKadosh Baruch is using the middle of connection to Klai Yisrael, like we saw, of being the Melech Yisrael, K Yisrael, so that's a middle is manifest. We can see that there's that connection which we've created with Hashem. We can see that that's the way Hashem's treating us. So that's a middle which is prevalent, which is a middle which is expressed openly. And now the question is, what happens when that middle isn't open? That's not Hashem's running the world. For whatever reason, we don't deserve it. And therefore, that, that, that connection that there is to Klai Yisrael is not apparent. It's not readily visible. Not everybody can see it. But we, we ourselves can't see it. So what happens to it? So here we see that there's two levels. The one level is that a middle which isn't active in the world is, gets withdrawn. Gets withdrawn. So there was a certain level of the Shechina that when Klai Yisrael didn't deserve to have it, it was taken back up to Shemaim again. Hashem is not acting that way with Klai Yisrael. And therefore, that level which was in the base of Mikdash, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, where it was clear that there was that revelation of Nebuah, there was that fire which burnt always, that was that, the, the, the on and the cloud of the Shekhinah which was clear, well, it was removed. It was taken back from us, it went back up to Shemayim. So it's not Misgale anymore. That's true. That's true, that's one level. But there's a second point also. And let's learn a Gemara together. It's a well-known Gemara. The Gemara in Yomad of Samach Tesamud Beis. And the Gemara says that originally we have the, the way HaKadosh Baruch was praised in the Torah as HaKel HaGadol HaGibur Vanero. And the Gemara says that when Yirmiyahu saw 
the time of the Khurban. So he says, How can we say Naira? Naira means everyone's afraid of Hashem. There's a certain uh, awe which Hashem inspires. And now that the Goyim are destroying his Heichel, where's the Naira? So he just calls Hashem Akel God Lagibur. And the Gemara says, Daniel came along and he said, Nachri Mishtabdim Bibanov. Ka Yisrael used to be the Am Hashem. And everyone saw that. And now when Ka Yisrael are being subjugated and persecuted, so we can't see that anymore. Hashem's Gibor, we don't see. So he said, Akel Agadol. Come along, Nachri Mishtabdim Bibanov. And they say, Hain Hain Nero Isaf. We can still see this middle of Gvur at work. We can still see the middle of Nur at work. Why? Because it says that if not for the fact that there was a El Mole Meiroi, then how could it be that Klayusho would survive? If not for the fact that Hashem was watching us, so how would Klayusho survive the goddess? And the Gemara Dev uses the famous expression, like a Kivsa Achas bin Shivim Zaevim, like a one lamb between all the wolves. How would it be possible for us to survive? And therefore, it must still be that that Hanhaga of HaKadosh Baruch Hu watching us is there. And that's why Anusach in Tfilah is HaKel HaGod, And our Kavana on that is, is we still see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Naira is there from the fact that Klaus will still survive. Now, the Nevi'im didn't think of that. We're talking about the Navi. He didn't think of that option. What's the answer? For a person who experienced Nevoah, or let's say better, for a person who saw what Nevoah meant in the sense of when it was here. So then this is such a pale comparison, because that's not what we're talking about. But for a Darga lower down who never experienced that, this is what they're aware of. Okay, so then it can, it can explain the term if that's all we understand what it means. We never saw more than that. I'll give you a marshal I'm trying to say. It's not a marshal, it's a true line. Uh, I heard from Mavir Rabbi, Ramashapir. The one time he said in the Sama Ben Azmanim, he, uh, he went to talk to Briskarov. And they were sitting on the porch of Briskarov's house. And they were discussing the, the, the level of Yeshiva's Neretz Yisrael. Oh, yeah, they're learning and the Brachim holding everything else. So he said the Briskarov told him, yeah, he was busy saying how good it is that you know, whatever that is. So the Briskarov told him, he said if someone had told him when he was still in Brisk before the war that what the matzav of Torah would be in 20 years' time, he would say, and, that would, and uh, he said that I, w- I wouldn't have believed it. Why? He says because there's a pasuk which says, Hashem had a promise the Torah never be forgotten. And he said I would never have thought that would, call, that would be called the Torah not being forgotten. I mean, had it asked me then, it would have been borrowed to me, such a level can't exist because I wouldn't have considered that the Torah not being forgotten. Yeah, the brisker off. Dino. For somebody who lived in the door afterwards, that's fantastic. We have the Torah. Look what we've got. For somebody who lived on a different level, that's called Torah. That's called not forgetting the Torah. That's nothing. Well, compared to what they were used to, the Musagim they had before, this isn't the Torah. This, that, that, that's not called remembering the Torah. That's considered not knowing the Torah. Now you must understand the same thing is multiplied a hundred times. For a Navi who saw the Shechin in the Beis HaMikdash. So what does it mean, Naira? What does it mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's there? What does it mean, Hashem is protecting Klai Yisrael? <laughs> you see Nisim, you see the Shechin, you see the Anana Kovet, you see the fire. You see what it means, that, that, that there's a, something which is on a much, much greater level of a connection to Hashem. 
And now what you're going to come along and say? You're going to say, yeah, but you, know, you see, Kaisal haven't been destroyed yet. Must be that they're being looked after. That's a very, very pale comparison to what Lairah means. And love is sought on a much, much greater level. This is called being with Hashem. He wouldn't even consider that in the same ballpark. Masha'enka and the Dar didn't see that. The Dar who came back in the second Mesameelish and didn't, didn't have that uh, connection to the, what was before. So yes, in the Musagim of today, that's what it means. In the terminology of today, we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu is connected to us because we see we're still around. Yes, we don't have Nebu, we don't have the Shekhin, and we don't have what we had, but we never saw that in the first place. It's just like today, we say we all, no, we Baruch Hashem, look at it, we have the Torah. There's so many people sitting and learning and, uh, and shlaging, you know, well, 100%, the Torah world is, is alive and strong. That's because that's what we used to. We don't know what it was. So we, in comparison, we can say this is that we have the Adam Atara compared to like the Briscoe compared to what he saw. That's not. That's a joke. Now this is the Yisrael here also, and that is the middle of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, of connection to Klal Yisrael, still exists, but in a completely different way. It still exists but in a completely different way. When there was a base of Megdash, it existed in a way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu showed us openly that he has connection to us. And that was the next thing we saw in the base of Megdash. That was the Hanhaga when the Shekhinah was with us. And that Hanhaga, which was clear, we lost. It went back to Shemayim. We lost that Hanhaga. It doesn't, it doesn't manifest itself anymore. So what do we have from combat? There's Hanhaga Mirachik. The Rakadosh Baruch is still interested in Klai Yisrael, and the fact is he doesn't destroy Klai Yisrael. But that's not, nothing compared to the Hanhaga there was when Rakadosh Baruch was with us. So yes, is this still a gilu of the Shekhinah in the fact of the fact is this still a gilu that HaKadosh Baruch has this unique relationship with Klai Yisrael there is and what's the proof that Klai Yisrael exists because by, by laws of, na- of uh, nature or uh, by probabilities of what, would ha- what, what should have happened to us in the goddess we shouldn't exist so yeah we can still see from the fact that we hear that Klai Yisrael that Hashem has a special hug with us but that's not the gilu that's something a person has to understand from, in a very small way from what we can see. And therefore, when it says that the Shekhinah went with us to Babel, or the Shekhinah goes with us everywhere in Goddess, that's true. Hashem takes care of us wherever in Goddess. The Shekhinah which goes with us is the Hanhaga that Hashem is not going to destroy us. Hashem is not going to destroy us. And that, that, therefore, He's coming with us to look after us wherever we go. But to say that's the level of, the, of our connection to the Shekhinah is the very, very, very minimal level that there is. A very minimal level. It's not the connection, it's not the closeness that there was, it's not the Anhaga that Hashem is acting to us openly like a Melech, like they used to be. It's behind, so to speak, all the, everything that happens to us, we notice that Hashem is still looking after us. The Matzim Chazal give a marshal for us. It's a simple marshal, but it brings out the point so clearly. And that is uh, the Chazal give a marshal of the prince who was in the palace. And uh, eventually, what he, he was acting in a way which his father decided he doesn't deserve to be in the palace anymore. So one night, he takes him, uh, puts him in the, some royal stagecoach, ra- drives him out the middle of the forest, kicks him out, and uh, he left on his own in the forest. But being by slope in the forest isn't exactly a pleasant place to be. Definitely not if you're used to the luxuries of a palace. And besides, it's also a pretty dangerous place to be. The forest isn't a safe place. So Prince, and so I'm just saying Chazal, the Marshal of the Midrash. So Prince looks for a place to sleep. Uh, he lies on the floor, tries to go to sleep. But uh, he starts hearing you know, howling and uh, sounds of wild animals. He's very scared. 
wanting to be scared, but eventually he sees like in the eyes of a, someone, of a lion right next to him in the dark. What's he going to do? But suddenly there's a, an arrow, and the lion gets shot, falls over dead. Okay. Well, someone shot the lion, and amazing, Baruch Hashem. Finally goes to sleep. Next night, again, wild lions in the forest, it's a dangerous thing. And this time he walks into, he finds a snake. And so he's about to get bitten by the snake. Once again, an arrow, and the snake drops dead. And it takes a few times until he hops, this isn't random. They're obviously, someone's protecting him. And every time he gets into danger, someone's there to kill the, whatever the danger is going to be. So he hops. My father didn't forget about me. Right? I might be in the forest, but he sent people to protect me. And therefore, any time things get too dangerous, I'm going to get protected. Now, that means he's connected to the, his father oh, in a very distant way. It means his father hasn't forgotten about him. So he sent some soldiers to watch him the whole time and uh, to protect him and make sure he doesn't get killed. But it's nothing compared to what he had when he was at home in the palace. And the Chazal is Marshal to explain the Muslim God what it means Shechin in the Goddess. Yeah, Hashem is protecting us. He's not going to let anybody destroy us. And everybody tries, he'll deal with it. But that's the extent of the connection is very, very distant to what we used to have. So the Shechini is always the same thing. The Shechini is always the, the, the means of connection of, that there is to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Except how is it going to be expressed? When it was strong, it was expressed in the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed us that the Shechini is here. He brought down on a cover or the fire or whatever it would be to show us. The Shechini is here. And when it's not strong, like in Goddess, the Hashem shows us is here by the fact that He's watching and we don't get destroyed. But that's a very, very far, uh, more distant connection than it was meant to be. So that's why it's not a stir. Yes, the giddy of the Shekhinah that there was disappeared. We don't have that in this world. We went after Shemayim. Is there still a Shekhinah which goes with us in Godless? Yes. But that means that we can still see the connection there in the context of that uh, we still exist. Now, what's the Tzara Shekhinah? Which is the next one to talk about. Uh, we said that we made it as the Tzar of the Shekhinah. So this is always the aside. The Tzar Klape Hashem isn't the Maral says this. Tzar Klape Hashem isn't meant in physical terms. Hashem feels pain. We don't relate to Hashem as a physical thing. Tzar Klape Hashem means every time there's a middle of Hashem which wants to be expressed and isn't. So then it's a Tzar. Hashem wants to do something and kill for some reason, whatever reason, the Matthias is he can't. So we express that as tsar, just like for, by a person. If a person wants to do something and they prevent it from it, so the expression is tsar, that they can't do what they want to do. The tsar ashkhinah is mitzar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he wants that level to be there, that there is that connection. He wants the mirror samalchus to be misguided. But it's not happening because Klai Yisrael aren't right for it. And therefore we talk about the tsar ashkhinah in the context of that there's a, that Kilo Hashem can't do Kilo what he wants to do. Not that Hashem can't. Hashem can do whatever He wants. But Hashem doesn't want to do what He wants to do because Christ will not drive for it. And therefore, the, what the middle which is meant to be isn't. And that's what the Gemara says. That Bechol Yom V'Yom is a baskel which is Yetzir from the base of Megdash three times. It says, Oyle le'agbanim shagolam ha'shulchan avim. Ve'oyle le'av that he's had to exile his children. Which means, Mitzar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He wants it to be in the way it was, it was before. That we would be, that the Besamish would be there and we would have the opportunity to connect to the Shekhinah like we used to have. And when that's not an option, because we aren't deserving of it, so it's expressed as a tsar. Oiloi. 
Oi, it's a tsar for both of, both us and Hashem that we, we aren't able, we aren't worthy of that connection. Now, that's the second point. And that again, brings us to the third point too. And that is that uh, we said that there's a level of Shekhinah which is always in the base of Megdash. That's also true, but again, at that same residual level, which is what used to be there, that there's still a, that there's a point where Hashem wants the connection to be. So there's still something which we have, which is a, but it's not the gilu that we once had. It's not the level we once had. It's a much more minimal amount. Now, there's two still, there's still two directions we have to go from here. Two two points to discuss. We'll take the first one. When there's a baskel, which is, goes out to the Kodesh of the Vesa Mikdash, that says, What's the point of such a baskel? What's the point of such a baskel? And the answer is, a baskel is meant to be heard. That's the reason why Hashem says it. It's not a direct nevuah that Hashem is speaking to one person, but it's an announcement made in Shemaim. This is announced. And if, 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 it's, if there is such an announcement, if such a thing is being proclaimed, then it's meant to be heard. Who's meant to hear that? Who's meant to hear that? And the answer is, people are meant to hear that. People are meant to hear that. It's meant to, it's meant to, it's talking to us. Because we're the ones who aren't zaycheh to be al-shulchan avim. We're the ones who are not zaycheh to the shechina. And if that's the case, if there's a tzar klaf in Shemaim that... The, what's meant to be and the connection is meant to be and the level which is meant to exist isn't and there's therefore there's something missing so to speak then the ones who are meant to who Hashem's addressing that announcement to uh, is us which means you're the ones losing out from it you've got to feel that sorrow also you've got to feel that sorrow also because the atom is it's not just like he's missing something without that connection without that meta being misguided. We're missing much more. We're missing much more. And therefore, if there's an Indian to connect to the Tsar Hashkina, the first on the simple level, that means that we've got to also be able to relate to that concept that there's, we don't have the level we meant to have. There's something very, very big missing. And uh, why this is an important thing to talk about, especially now in the three weeks, is because it's something which very often gets forgotten. Because very often, Yidin are happy to feel that the situation we're in is ideal. The situation we're in is ideal. We keep in the Torah, we do in the mitzvahs, we have Shabbos, we have kosher food, we have everything we need. So this is an ideal situation. And if that's the case, it's wonderful. You know, we can live a, a fully productive, fully integrated from life. What's missing? And uh, that's not a new feeling. It's not just in America of the 21st century that people can feel like that, or anywhere in the world today. Right? This is the way Yudin felt in Babel. This is the way Yudin felt in Europe. That everything's wonderful. We're not missing anything. We can keep the Torah, we can do the mitzvahs, we can bring up our families the way we want to. So what's missing? Because yes, there were times of persecution for Klai Yisrael, but you must remember in Goddess there were also long, long periods of time when there weren't persecution, when Klai Yisrael was successful. And that was the feeling they had. And what was wrong with that? And that's a Yisrael. And that is, 
that it's true that one can keep the Torah and do the mitzvahs and the goddess, whatever it is. But the, the fact that a person doesn't realize this middle is missing, that in goddess, as good the, as, the, as the conditions in goddess might be, and as successful and affluent as, as the Jewish society might be, and as much as we're able to do mitzvahs, but Lemaisa, there's something missing. And that is the Midas of Malchus doesn't exist. It's not Miskada. And therefore, there is that Tsar Klafe Malo. There is that Tsar Klafe Malo, and that is that even in the circumstances you're in, and as good as it is, there's no connection to the Shekhinah, like there used to be. And, and if a person doesn't feel that they're missing that connection, then they've lost their connection to it. They've lost their shaykhs to such a thing because they don't, they, don't know, they don't know what they're missing. They don't know it existed even. And that's why there's an Indian in, the, in, so to speak, identifying with that, the fact that the Shekhin is in Goddess, which means identifying with the fact that the, the situation we're in isn't ideal. And the connection with Hashem we have is very, very far from what it's meant to be. And therefore we're missing something. And to put that... that Feeling into simple words, it's called what's being what we call being misavel Yerushalayim. Because what we, the, the concept of Yerushalayim is where we had that, and when we don't have Yerushalayim, then we don't have that. And therefore, the, and when we look towards or forward to when Yerushalayim will be rebuilt, well, well, that will be replaced, well, that will be restored. And somebody who's happy without that means he's lost the connection to what it means to have the Shkreinah. If a person feels everything's fine, I'm not missing anything in life, I have a fully a successful Jewish life, well, what more do I need? So that means they've, lo- they've, they've lost their shaykhs to this middle. They've lost their connection to it. Whereas somebody who, in some extent, can still connect to that feeling of the feeling that things aren't right the way they are. Not because we have tzaras. Not because we have problems. But because the middah of Hashem, which is the middah of the Shekhinah, what we call the Malchus, isn't misgale, and it's something that we don't have, and it's something that we're missing without, then that's what it calls being connecting to the, the Tzar of the Shekhinah. There's more to say about this, because the question is, how does the person develop that? How do you make it practical? How do you work on connecting to that? But, Lema'is is, it's something very central. It's something very central, and it's something which you'll see that, if you understand this point, how many of the atfilas are focused on the point of we want to get back that middle of HaKadosh Baruch's connection to Klai Yisrael, which is something we don't have, which is something we don't have. And the emphasis, this is the real Tzar of the Goddess. The Tzar of the Goddess doesn't have to be because Klai Yisrael are mistreated or persecuted or because people are sick or because people don't have Parnassah. Those are small problems. Uh, those are individual problems. And they apply to individual people, and they don't always. And then, at certain times, that wasn't the problem with Goddess. There were times in Goddess where Klai were successful, and Klai were healthy, and everything was fine. And now we're happy in Goddess. The Ica problem with Goddess is the fact that we lost the Shkena. And therefore, as successful and as as good as everything else might be, that doesn't change the fact that we don't have the Shkena, which means we don't have the connection to Hashem and Goddess. Which means the Ica Goddess was our Goddess from from the Shkena. Not from Eretz Yisrael. There could be a goddess in Eretz Yisrael too, like there was in the time of the Yavanim. Yisrael didn't go anywhere. They were here. It was called the goddess because we lost the Shekhinah. That's the goddess. 
and that's what we have. That's what we have to work on. You know, talk about another vibe to explain how to do that. But that's what we have to work on in feeling that what it means to feel that the, we're missing something at the Shekhinah and Godus, because that's the way to work on rebuilding or reconnecting to it. So I shall talk about it next time.